You are listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve, a very sick Reality Steve. I'm sure you can tell. We've got a good show for you today, though. We're going to talk about this sickness uh, that hit over the weekend. We are also going to talk about Joey season, episode number two tonight, and go over some things that may be happening and may not. We've got an update on Caitlin and Zach, certainly not hiding their relationship. We're going to talk about Crystal Hefner and what she had to say at the end of last week in regards to Hugh Hefner. And we have an update, finally, on Temptation Island, and it's a good one. We'll get to all that momentarily. So, yeah, if you were following on my Instagram stories yesterday, you saw that I posted a positive COVID test, took it yesterday. Symptoms started on Saturday, really, really red throat on Saturday, had a little bit of a fever, it was like 100.5 on Saturday, took some Aleve, sweated it out right before bed on Saturday night, sweated it out Sunday morning. And then all day yesterday, basically just blowing my nose. Very congested, obviously, as you can hear. And I've got just a lot of congestion. That's it. Uh, really no aches, no pains, haven't lost taste or anything like that. This is basically the same exact symptoms I had back in January of 2022 when I had COVID uh, for the first time I got it. I had just gotten back from Vegas, so clearly I got COVID in Vegas back uh when I went there for New Year's of 2021 into 2022, got back from Vegas, tested positive on a Monday, tested positive uh, for COVID on a Wednesday, and then I tested positive, I believe, six days in a row uh, for COVID, and then yeah, Wednesday through Sunday, and then Monday, I was no longer positive. But yeah, this one is just, I mean, it's a, it's a basically a sinus infection, essentially, a sickness. Um, I uh, I have gotten uh, my boosters. I didn't actually get my booster this year. I got my flu shot this year, but I didn't get my booster shot. But regardless, this is pretty much what I expect it to be, you know, knock on wood. But every time I get sick, it's literally the same exact chronological order of things that are happening. I first get a scratchy throat. Scratchy throat turns into congestion, which turns into me blowing my nose 24 hours straight. This time we just had a small fever mixed in at 100 fever on Saturday night and had gotten through that by the next morning. So, yeah, nothing out of the ordinary here. So, But, yeah, as you can tell, my voice definitely has a little more bass to it and I'm pausing to cough at a at an alarming rate that you have no idea about because you don't hear me cough. But, yeah, um, we're three minutes and 20 seconds into this podcast. I've probably stopped to pause at least eight times already just because I don't want to cough on the air. I don't want to pass my COVID through the Apple Music that you listen to this through or Spotify, whatever one it is. So moving on, tonight is episode two of Joey season. We got two group dates and a one-on-one date. The group date is with nine women and it is a wedding themed group date. You've seen this all over the commercials. Basically the women have to come up with a roast at the wedding and there is a live audience there. Uh, Jess Edwards ends up getting the group date rose on this one. 
First one-on-one of the season, we know, goes to Daisy Kent. This was spoiled back on the day it happened, back on September 22nd, where um, they had a one-on-one date at the Beach Life Festival in Redondo Beach. They got up on stage. They had to have an awkward dance where everybody is watching them, and they kiss on stage, but that is their one-on-one. They actually took a helicopter to Redondo Beach and then had their one-on-one there, and definitely uh, they obviously kiss uh, on stage. So that's the first one-on-one of the season. And then, sorry about the sniffle, uh, group date. Ten women on the group date, and it's kind of like a, um, I know paintballing uh, is involved. There is some paintballing, but there's like a, a lot of things that happen. Paintballing just happens to be one of the things. I thought it was a paintballing date, but all I know is Edwina ends up getting the group date rose on this one. So there are two women who don't get dates this episode and that is Leah Leah and Sydney Gordon this is the episode where Lauren Hollinger the older sister the one who Joey didn't kiss the first night eliminates herself during the cocktail party she thought Allison liked him more he was more into Allison so she eliminated herself the three women that go home at the rose ceremony uh, party or the rose ceremony are Erica Marlena and Taylor. I don't know if you know them by first names yet. Probably not, unless you're a diehard. But those are the three that go home. So we have 18 women heading into next week's episode. And all those spoilers will be up by the time you're listening to this. Um, actually, they might be up a little bit later uh, this morning because I might sleep in. Um, but yeah, they would. I, sh- I would assume they're going to be up by... It depends on when, it, when I get it from my graphics person. But uh, they'll be up this morning. Uh, the uh, the breakdown of it so you can just see it uh, and you don't have to come back to listen to the podcast if you're watching the episode tonight and you need to remember who goes home it'll be right there for you on Instagram to check out so even though we're only two weeks into the season we're already at the point where uh, the dissection is coming for all the possible scenarios of is the spoiler right? Is it not right? What's the unprecedented thing that happens at the end of the season? I mean, this is really nothing new. It does happen every season. Um, I can tell you that last season, when I said Charity was engaged to Dotton, there were people that were convinced it was Joey. When I said Gabby was engaged to Eric and Rachel was engaged to Tino, I had people telling me you're wrong. When I had Zach engaged to Katie, I had people telling me I was wrong and it was Gabby. Not to mention an Instagram account had it as Gabby for three months. So this is nothing new. There's no evidence of anything. Hell, somebody sent me a screenshot from, um, I think it was the Bachelor Facebook page, where somebody wrote on the Bachelor Facebook page, I saw Joey and Daisy at a restaurant in Pennsylvania. And somebody sent that to me. I'm like, no, they didn't. <laughs> like, it doesn't happen. Like, people have to understand the final couple is not going anywhere, anywhere in public, especially not just hanging out at a restaurant in Pennsylvania. And that's the spoiler of who wins. And I'm telling you, that didn't happen. Okay? But. Yeah, I'm very, you know, trust me, people email me all the time. I'm very well aware that nameless, faceless dodo birds are running around on the Internet saying, I know something you don't know, and I know this. 
But once again, they don't have any proof. So I don't know what to tell you. You know, I can't sit here and say, or I, I can sit here and say, I'm 99% sure of the spoiler. I'm 100% sure of the spoiler. I'm 1,000% sure of the spoiler. The bottom line is the spoiler is only going to matter to people who want Daisy to win. The people who don't want Daisy to win and the people who want me to be wrong are the ones that are going to create any narrative you want to show that Kelsey wins, which is fine. But at the end of the season, where are you going to be? You know, so it doesn't matter what I say. And when if I talk about it tomorrow, I don't know if I'm going to talk about it tomorrow. But when we talk about the elephant in the room regarding this season, you'll see I'm going to have the same exact take. It doesn't matter what I say. Because people that want me to be wrong or people that want Joey to be with Kelsey already have their own narrative anyway. So what does it matter what I say? Nothing I say or do can prove to anybody that he's with Daisy. Outside of what? The Nick season? And shit, even the Nick Plain video was doubted. I literally had a video of a guy saying that Andy chose Josh on a plane. And people were saying, oh, that was planted. And it's just like, okay, well, I don't know what to do. Just kind of throw my hands up. But what I'm saying is, outside of a picture of the final rose ceremony, which Bachelor Sherlock had uh, back after I posted Zach and Katie were together, it was a couple weeks later, that picture came out of them, obviously, uh, together. Um, it's, it's really nothing I can do. So until there's something that's hard evidence, it's just a lot of white noise. And that's all it is. I understand... People need answers. And I understand that me saying, hey, this person won means nothing to anybody because you don't have any evidence. But all I can say is basically every time I've ever given you a spoiler about the end of the season, I've never had evidence. Never. I have sources. Well, I'm not going to out those sources. I just say, hey, this is the ending. This is what happened. This is who he's with. This is who she's with. And I never back it up with anything. And most of the time, it ends up being right. So we're in the same boat here. doesn't matter what I say. So with that said, I'm very well aware of the things being said online. You guys sent it enough to me this past weekend. And all I can say is, whatever. Not much to add. I gave the spoiler. I don't have any evidence. I'll stand behind the spoiler. And that's it. Got a new sponsor for the podcast, Mint Mobile. You know, we break down some tea on this podcast. We share tea. And when I give tea, you guys all like talking about tea with someone else, right? Well, right now, the best deal in wireless is at Mint Mobile. Why don't you tell your friends that? For a limited time, wireless plans from Mint Mobile are 15 bucks a month when you purchase a three-month plan. That's unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. What are you paying right now for your wireless subscription? Over 100 bucks, I guarantee you. 15 bucks a month at Mint Mobile. They are here to rescue you. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans and draw jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts ditched those overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal. Get premium wireless service for just 15 bucks a month. To get this customer offer and your new 3-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com/realitysteve. 
That's mintmobile.com slash reality Steve. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash reality Steve. Additional taxes and fees and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, this podcast is brought to you by HelloFresh. Now, I've talked to you about Green Chef before. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh. And with a wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everyone. I can switch between both brands, and now you can too. My listeners, both brands, you get the discount with me. HelloFresh gets you farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. It's the new year. One of your resolutions probably should be, let's save some money. Eat better. That's what I plan on doing. HelloFresh is here to help you do that. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price that you'll like delivered right to your door. Don't let recipe boredom strike because HelloFresh has more options now than ever before. You dig into their biggest menu yet with over 45 dinner options to choose from weekly and even more market add-ons that suit any lifestyle. Go to HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteveFree and use code RealitySteveFree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. That's a free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash RealitySteveFree with promo code RealitySteveFree. For those that are interested... Caitlin and Zach both posted from the San Francisco Detroit Lions game yesterday in Santa Clara, California. You know, this was something I told you back on January 1st that this was a couple. This isn't two people that are just starting to see each other. They've obviously been seeing each other. We don't know the exact start date. I don't know if it really matters. I don't think it overlapped it overlapped at all uh, with her relationship with Jason, considering her Jason relationship publicly ended in august um what did jason say that it actually she she broke up with him in uh, july and then they announced it in august i don't think zach had anything to do with that caitlin and zach are dating i mean i don't they're gonna do it on their own terms in terms of when they decide to share publicly of them together now all they're doing right now is being in the same place at the same time when you post from a suite in san francisco within minutes of each other, in the same exact spot. I mean, it's like, come on. You know, I, that's the way they're basically soft launching right now. They'll hard launch at some point. I don't know when, but they will. And, you know, I mean, I they both seem happy. You know, good for her. I know everyone's got an opinion on, on them as a couple, and, oh, my God, her brand is drinking and wine, and he's a, sober for 11 years. It's not like this has been sprung on him. It's not like he's in the relationship with Caitlyn and he has no idea that her brand is about wine drinking. I would think if he had an issue with her brand being all about wine and promoting wine and drinking wine, I, I would think if that was an issue, it would have already been cut off at the pass and these two wouldn't been dating. So clearly that doesn't seem to be the issue that a lot of people are making it out to be. So I just say give it time. Let's see if it happens. Maybe they will get married. Maybe they will get married and stay together until one of them dies. Or maybe they last six months and break up. I don't have a fucking clue. And neither does anybody else. Just let them enjoy it for what it is right now. 
Maybe it'll be long, maybe it won't. But just continuing to come down on them when we know nothing about the relationship and we know nothing about how close they are to each other and how much time they've spent together, just let it go. So, you know, as we sit here in 2024, there are obviously a lot of things that happened in the 80s, 90s, even early 2000s that were just accepted. They were accepted by society. And since the Me Too movement, it's become more of an issue where we look back on things that we accepted and we're just like, why? Why did we do that? We shouldn't have let that happen. And I think one of those things is Hugh Hefner. I mean, (laughs) when you look back at the whole persona of Hugh Hefner, and what he did, and his television show on E! It's absolutely amazing that very few people were stepping in at any point saying, there's something off about this. There is something inherently wrong about this. This isn't right. And I wouldn't say just because of his age and his death, it's like now everyone's turning on him. I just think that it's really clear now to look back at all that. And when every single woman who was in that situation is basically come out, whether it was Holly Madison or now Crystal Hefner in her new book, basically saying we were treated like meat, we were abused, we, you, you hear these stories and you're just like, my God, were none of us were we all asleep during this? I mean, could, why? Because we thought Girls Next Door was funny? We were just accepting of it? I mean, I never really watched Girls Next Door. I saw the clips all the time. But I never really watched it. And I doubt I would have watched it and said, like, wow, this is totally... I mean, I it was bizarre that, a you know, an 80-something-year-old man was dating some hot 27-year-old. Like, come on. We all see that, and we all kind of see what it's about. However... When you see some of the things that Crystal Hefner is saying, she got a new book out saying, Only Say Good Things, Surviving Playboy and Finding Myself. In it, she talks about how Hefner was controlling at times. He was downright cruel. He made cracks about her weight, telling her what to wear. (sighs) Popping his little blue pill during movie nights. So she was married to him for five years. She said it was emotionally abusive. It was very restrictive. I didn't realize how bad it was until I was away from it for a while. She said, I never felt like I had a way out. I remember being 21 and walking up the stairs to Hef's bedroom after a party and something inside is telling me this is weird. But I'm like, okay, let's just push that down. Let's not listen and let's just go. And she said she completely changed everything about herself. um, Because she felt like if you're chosen by Hefner to be his girlfriend or his wife, you had to act and look a certain way. You know? um, And Crystal's someone who came from nothing. So when someone offers you the world, like Hefner, because a lot of you will probably say she could have left at any time she wanted, Steve. I don't think it's as easy to say that if you're not in that position, especially if you're someone like Crystal who said, Dad died at a young age, Mom and I were completely broke. We had nothing. She said, at one point, we were just in a bedroom of another family's house, so I spent my whole life feeling that everyone was better than me. And finally, I thought, wow, maybe I am special in some way because I've been chosen. It's really interesting what that feeling does to you. So, yeah, 
it is there. It absolutely is there that somebody gets in that position. It's not so easy to just get up and leave, you know? And I don't think it means that now that he's dead and she's writing a book, it's all lies and exaggerated truths and she's just looking to sell books. Because now we've heard this essentially from most every single woman. We've heard it from Holly Madison, we've heard it from Crystal, we've heard it from Kendra Wilkinson. They were treated like dirt. They were treated like objects. And now seeing it years later, they're like, wow. Unpacked a lot of trauma looking back on that, basically. Really is kind of fascinating. I'd love to have one of the girls next door on, whether it's Holly Madison or Crystal. I would love to talk to them about this. Obviously, they have a book to promote. Maybe maybe I could. I don't know. But I found it interesting that uh, Kimberly Conrad, who is Hugh Hefner's second wife, is now speaking out against Crystal because she said, we should be wary of those who try to destroy things because they are no longer benefiting from them. Crystal for her part, was married to Hugh, who was 60 years her senior from 2012 until he died in 2017. As a few people speak their version of the idea of events in hopes of riding a wave of headline relevance and making a quick buck, we should all ask ourselves whether we want to live in an environment where people refuse to take accountability and use words loosely like force and survive to describe choices they made willingly at a certain point in their lives. She claimed Crystal received notoriety, opportunity, and money during her relationship with Hugh. Okay, I see what Kimberly Conrad is saying here, but it doesn't mean just because Crystal and Holly and Kendra speak out after the fact, and yes, they profited from it during that time, why are we immediately dismissing their stories of basically forced sex? Why are we, why are we saying that that didn't happen? So I get Crystal is his latest wife, you know, it, it, the woman he was married to when he passed, so... She's going to go to bat for him, but immediately dismissing all these women's claims and thinking like, oh, they're just making a quick buck because they got a book to sell. I, I don't know if that's I don't know if that's the take to have either. You know, I get it. He was your husband before he died. Is it possible that your husband was kind of a creep? Is it possible that a 90 year old man sleeping with 30 year old women probably wasn't on the up and up? Come on. Come on, Kimberly. Look at it objectively. I think when more people speak out about the goings-on at the Playboy Mansion when Hugh Hefner was alive, more people are siding with Holly Madison, with Crystal Hefner, with Bridget Marquardt, with Kendra Wilkinson than they are with his late wife. Well, not his late wife. The wife he was with when he passed, Kimberly. You know? When that many people have stuff to say, it's usually tending to lead towards, okay, maybe we take their stories as the one that's accurate. And finally, wrapping up with this, you saw me tweet this out on Friday. Our favorite reality dating show. Podcast guest from a couple weeks ago, Mark Wahlberg. Remember he teased us with, I think it's good news, Steve, but I can't say anything just yet. Well, we've gotten the news. Netflix has picked up Temptation Island. We don't know when filming starts, we don't know when the first air date is, but we know it is not dead. It just won't be back on USA. They did five seasons on USA. Now they're going to go to Netflix. And I think with Netflix, you can obviously get a lot, uh, get away with way more. I mean, you could technically get away with nudity and cursing now. You put it on Netflix. So 
How much more does this make it? Are we actually going to see people having sex under the black light, uh, like the whole time, not just a clip? You know, are we going to get? It says they're also trying to. I don't want to say reboot it, but the press release did say, like it was going to kind of re-examine how the sh- the basics of the show because we all know what it is. It's the same thing every season, just with different couples. You know. It's just four couples come on the island, usually 12 to 15 singles of each sex. People are split up on the island. You don't get to see them. All you get is a video message about three quarters of the way through the season. People go on dates. And we know the success record is terrible. Of the 16, uh, the 20 couples that have come on the show, I think only two are still together. And so, yeah, it's not great. But maybe that's what they'll revisit of, okay, maybe let's not focus on we're looking to keep people together or whatever. I don't know what the new plan is. All I care about is, yes, they did not get dumped, and they are back on our TVs. Netflix has picked up Temptation Island, so look for that. Probably coming in the fall. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Glad you can make it through this. Glad I could make it through this with this voice. Um, I really uh, appreciate it. Like I said, the Instagram uh, post for today's episode, all your spoilers for today's episode will be up. On my Instagram feed and my Instagram spoilers, uh, the Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. How about that? 2-0 and against the spread this weekend. And I was a Detroit Lions absolute second-half collapse away from winning a Moneyline parlay with the Chiefs and the Lions. So good, good weekend. Uh, hope you were listening to that. Anyway, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts, rate and review, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See ya!